Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. Thank you for joining us on another great Sunday evening. We are, like I said, the voice of the professional fan. We are here every Sunday evening, 8.30 p.m. Pacific, and we are here to talk Lakers. We are here to talk NBA. We are here to talk NFL, and we have a great show for you. As usual, What's I up? am joined on the mic by my boy, Money Mike. How you doing, Money Mike? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How's everybody doing today? Doing, doing. How you doing, Steph Hat? Doing good, man. Yeah, Can't wait. feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good, good, man. Just uh, uh, celebrated five years, man. Nice. Oh, man. So... You know, nice. That was five years ago when I went to your wedding, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Out in Temecula, it was beautiful. Yes. That's super Five sweet. years ago, man. That's Time beautiful. flies, man. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, look, only when you have fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like I said, we're going to go ahead and talk some basketball. We're going to go ahead and talk some NFL. But first, as usual, we start with our man, uh, our professional, our expert. We're going to bring him on right now, Marco Nunez. Marco, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Unlike uh, some quarterbacks in the NFL, it was not a good day to be a quarterback today. Fortunately, <laughs> no man, you know Zach that's Wilson how it come to mind. Not at all. Okay, it, so it, Marco it, it started out with USC though. Oh, hey, right, yes. Right. I mean, so. and they they said he had like a a domino injury, and, and they're not talking. I, I, what, what, you know those domino <laughs> strains, man. They're, they're a little, I don't know. Uh, he just got tackled though, like. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the band yeah, right here. Talk about Marco. Bring him on. Oh, Marco yeah. Nunez, how Obliques, are you doing? Uh, okay, so Marco's going to go ahead and bring <laughs> us up to date and talk to us a little bit about uh, some of the injuries that might be plaguing some NFL players, especially if you're doing fantasy sports and so forth. So uh, let's get started. Money Mike, you have something for him? Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't ask about that cornerback. Uh, uh, I think it's in the Kubo. Um, he's out for the season, of course, but he has a ruptured Achilles. Um, and so I wanted to ask you what the difference is between a ruptured Achilles and a torn Achilles. Uh, cause I'm not sure personally, this may be me. If it, you know, both of them say we out for the season, but is there a different timeline mm-hmm. with, with the rupture versus a torn? Well, when, when you, ru- when you rupture the Achilles tendon, it's basically what you're saying that the Achilles tendon has completely just gone to place. So there's, n- there's nothing connecting, connecting it, so to speak, or it's f- almost complete torn. that's just being, it's just kind of holding out by a little piece of thing. So when you talk about a, a, an Achilles rupture, you're thinking of, of Kobe Bryant when he had that Achilles rupture in there that, and what you do is you, there's this test called the Tom, the Thomas, Thomas test, Thompson test, where you squeeze the calf muscle. And when you squeeze the calf muscle, you should see the foot kind of, kind of move a little bit. When you squeeze the calf muscle, the foot doesn't go to what's called plantar flexion. That means that the connection of the tendon has completely gone. And usually they verify that with, by doing MRI. At that point, they have to go in there and do surgery because it's not going to repair itself. It's very limited in how it does it. And usually you're out for a good six to eight months. Ouch. Okay. So they're kind of, uh, and that's just almost the same thing, right? Like one is kind of hanging on my thread and the other one is just torn. Exactly. So, so I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. You know, the word torn and rupture are pretty much used synonymously type of thing. They're kind of the pretty much the same thing. Now, okay. if you hear strain, that's more of the muscle strain. That's a whole different story. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I was like, okay, I, you know, you hear about torn and you hear rupture. I was like, okay, maybe what is the difference? Because they seem like to me, like I said, they give the um, the same timeline. Correct. So when it comes to um, a strain, I think we may have talked about this maybe uh, the last show, the show before. Um, but is that like some of the fibers are being torn and we're, we're almost at that point before it becomes a tear or now, how many like percentage of ligament strains become before we start seeing a partial tear, tear versus like say a, a, a full on strain. Okay. So when we're, when we're talking about the word strain, we're talking about the muscle itself, not the tendon. Ah. So, okay. So that's going to be the, the huge differentiating thing after the part. So when you have a strain, you strain a muscle, when you hear a sprain with the P as in Paul, you refer to ligaments. Okay, so there's a strain and there's a sprain. A strain is primarily to, to the muscle, and usually there's a first, second, and third degree strain to the muscle. For a first degree muscle strain um, is very mild, very minor. Usually the timeline's anywhere between, if you're if you're if it's very very mild, you look anywhere between minimum five days up to 14 days. A third degree strain. That's when you, when the muscle kind of tears, uh, you ha have a larger tear, and that could take anywhere up to like four weeks to maybe potentially eight to ten weeks. So the way a strain works is that the muscle is consisted of a millions and millions of little muscle fibers kind of connected together. And when you have a strain, a couple of the mu muscles kind of the fibers kind of tear, but the muscle is still pretty much intact. You just have a couple of fibers kind of dangling, and they eventually will go ahead and heal. Now, when it comes to a muscle strain. Um, because there's a huge blood supply in that area, it will heal. You just got to give it some time to heal. The tendons, on the other hand, if you have a tear in the tendon because there's very poor, if not very little, almost no blood supply to that area, it takes longer to heal. And oftentimes, you will end up having a surgery. I have a good friend of mine right now that has what's called a medial a tear in his medial um, uh, ligament and he, uh, tendon right in by the elbow, kind of golfer's elbow, tennis elbow. And he's trying to decide whether he just gives it time to heal, which it can potentially heal, or he just goes and does a surgery type of thing. Okay, that makes sense. Now, now it, I always used to hear uh, strain and sprain, and then and now I know exactly which one it is for. So now that makes sense to me. Now, Correct. Just curious, how does the non-professional athlete make that decision? Do they wait it out or go for uh, surgery? And and what are the factors that that they are using to come to that decision? So it, it varies from individual to individual, who it is, you know, uh, where it's located, you know, the the, the sport, um, the timeline, uh, the schedule, and, and all that sort of type of things is kind of being lent into consideration. So one, having surgery is one of the things, the last kind of, uh, you want to leave it to the last resort, so to speak. If it's one of the things where, you know, it's only going to be repaired by surgery, I'm already going to be out for the rest of the year. I know that if I even I try to rehab, the likelihood of rehabbing this is very minimal. I just want to kind of deal with it and just get it over with type of thing. Uh, a perfect example, I think, was um, what's the name with the with the uh, San Francisco 49ers, the running back, um, uh, Raheem Mostert. Yeah. I believe he had a tear in his cartilage. And you could have done two things. One, you could have gone in there and do what's called a mastectomy, where they just kind of scope it out. They clean it out. And I think it would have been back in about six to eight weeks. Or they do what's called a repair, where they go in there, suture in the meniscus and try to save the little meniscus piece. He opted for having the repair. Hence, he's out for the rest of the year because that takes a lot longer for him to come back. If he would have just done the meniscectomy, he could have potentially be back as early as maybe six weeks. But I know they had put him in RR up to eight weeks, I think. And he could have probably still played a little bit in, at the end of the season. But I think he, most likely his agent, I don't know whether his, his contract year is also at the same time. That's also, unfortunately, it's a huge consideration. Um, and, and a lot of times the athletes will decide what's best for, for themselves. 
And so if he would have uh, selected the other option, would it have completely healed the same way? Or No. Well, if that's the thing about it is that if you think of the meniscus, when he does a meniscectomy, is what they do, they clean it out. The example I give everybody, take a, uh, take, if you imagine, imagine you have some jello, right? And the jello is kind of nice and smooth. Let's say you take a fork in there and you kind of just turn around, or, or part of the, the jello kind of kind of sticks out or, or sticks or uh, pieces out. Right. What they'll go do is like imagine if you just take a spoon and you just kind of scoop that part out, and that's nice and smooth. But you lose some of that jello, so to speak, right? Yeah. As an athlete, you kind of want to try to keep that if at all possible time. So what they'll go in there, they patch it up, put sutures around there, and save that piece. One of the downsides, especially if you're a young athlete, if you have a meniscectomy you're at higher increased chances of having of developing arthritis later down the road. So as a young yeah. athlete, I'm sure he's pretty pretty much young, or uh, he mostered, he was, he's trying to save the, the knee, so to speak, and try to reduce the, the arthritic issues or results that may, they, may, that may come from it. If you're an older athlete, you're like, hey, I only have a two, three years left in playing. They just scoop it yeah, out. Let's go I'm for good. it. Exactly. Gotcha. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for all the awesome information as usual, Marco. Uh, will you please be sure to let all of our listeners and followers know how they can keep up to date with you? Sure. If you guys have any questions regarding injuries, sports uh, recovery, and things, so welcome to DM me uh, or follow me on Instagram at MarcoANunez17 or follow me on my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance. Thank you so much, Marco. We'll see you next week. Thank we you, Marco. It. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Right. So, uh, does that help you guys? Yes. Yeah. Like I yeah. feel like when I go home, I feel like I'm like ready like, to get the first aid <laughs> kit out. And I'm just like waiting like for someone to sprain something or something. I don't know. <laughs> or, or am, I, am I there yet? You know, have, you I, know what? have I graduated? But you, you, but you know what? Though next week, you know, I'm going to ask him. How come I wake up and the, you know all I did was go to bed? Woke up and all of a sudden my ankle hurt. Uh, that's because you're old, you know. Because <laughs> you're old, money, old money, Mike. Oh, <laughs> what do we hear? Like our knees cracking. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what is that about? Mike? Yeah. Well, I didn't do nothing, Mike. You know, I didn't even play basketball. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> ah, big babies here big again. Baby, big baby, we got. Going we are going to get get in touch with you and have you on the show again really soon. Uh, big baby, I think. Did you? He's big baby, go go ahead and, and chime in right now. Uh, as you're watching, let us know. Did you have Dwight back on, or was that a rerun? I think you had Dwight Howard back yeah, I think on. Yeah, Dwight on. Yeah, I think you had Dwight on, uh, which is uh, well deserved again. So uh, thank you, big baby, for always tuning in. Um, all right, guys. So really. Over the last, what I don't know, last few days or however it happened, days blur. But within the last week or three days or so, the second most wished for item on Lakers fans wish list has come true. The Clippers have started to build their own building. <laughs> uh, they are almost out the friggin' door. And... Did you see how unexcited Kawhi Leonard and Paul George was right. at that groundbreaking? I now, yeah. I get it because they're both sitting there going, 24, 25. We ain't going to be, be here. here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. They're sitting there going, I'm not going to be here. What the hell am I doing here? Dude? Hey, hey, you know, yeah, the Condor is going to be here, but I'm not. Uh, Clipper Darrow will be here, but know, I'm not going to be uh, here. Darrow was excited, man. He was backstage, man, on this live and like, woo. Oh, yeah, look what we got. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, he'll be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be around. He'll be around. But Kawhi and Paul George couldn't look like less yeah. excited. I mean, like they look just like that. Man, it looked like yo, man. Counting the years, like 
yeah, my contract run out, and okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna be here. Exactly, like, I might open it up. I might sell the first, you know. Uh, I think I think I'll open it, huh? No, but they'll probably Wait, what, what, what year? Kawhi. 20, they said 24, 25 Five. season. Yeah, so we got like the twenty two yeah. season, the twenty three season. So three more years. Yeah. 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 We, who knows? That's, I mean, that'll be the, that's the over under. Will Kawhi no. ever play in a Clippers jersey in that building? Will Paul George ever play? Who knows? But, uh, again, Lakers' wishes have come true. Uh, yes, it was a new one, and I'm going to have Mike Trudell on tomorrow. All right, awesome, Big Baby. Oh, definitely. We got we to check that out. Yeah, man. definitely. Let's just go ahead and plug that right now. Big Baby Sports, uh, he's announcing it right now. He did just have Dwight Howard on, and he has Mike Trudell on his show tomorrow. So be sure to tune in, guys, and support Big, guess, big Baby. Big, big guess, yeah, yeah, Big Baby, big time. Good man, job, Big Baby. He's doing a good job. Um, good things over there. So, uh Okay, so the, the Clippers are going to get their own building, and Steve Ballmer, the billionaire, the, you yeah. know, we 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 now have personally seen the true power of a billionaire building their own stadium and so forth with SoFi. I mean, it's spectacular. Right. Arash Arash Markazi, if you, if you know, uh, news reporter, local news reporter, and he's on ESPN. He posted a picture on Twitter today, and he's absolutely correct. He's like, no matter where I take a picture. In SoFi, at SoFi Apart, it always looks like an artist rendering. Yeah. And it's not. It's mm -hmm. just, it's the picture, but it always looks like it's a computer or, or artist. It is so spectacular in there. Yeah. So, so we have to wonder, well, you know, usually the newest arenas, maybe with exception to your Raiders, uh, have <laughs> the most technology and the, you know, it's supposed to be the top of the line. So that got me thinking, okay, so if, if the Clippers have the newest, you know, stadium, arena, whatever like you want to call it. 1.8 billion? Yeah. yeah. If they have the newest, they're going to have the newest board, the newest technology, yeah. the newest sound, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Does that matter? If you're if you're coming to L.A. and you're going to see a Lakers-Clippers game and you have a choice, let's say it's a home-and-home home and you can see it there, here. You've never been to L.A., you'll never come back. Do you want to – where do you want – I'm mm. curious. I, 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 I'm – I. Where I'm, you, I'm a Laker fan. Yeah, I'm going to Staples. Right? I mean, even if you're not a Laker fan, right? So say you're not you, a Laker you, fan. Say 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 if you're an OKC fan, and you're not you, you're, you're going OKC to a Lakers Clippers you, like game. You, said, you got yeah. one shot to go to LA. Yeah. Okay. So and you have to choose between the two. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you're going to see your team play against the Lakers. So right there, from the, I don't care if they're playing in you know that new stadium. I don't care if they're playing in the Galen Center. You're going to see your team going against the Lakers. I mean, that's just how it is. But you get the opportunity to go see them play in the house that Kobe and Shaq built. You need to be there because it has some kind of reverence. Now, I would say back in the day, a lot of people don't know this, but I mean, they probably should know this. But at the time when the Lakers broke ground and when they were getting the Staples Center, yeah. I could have swore at the time the Conseco Fieldhouse was also unveiling a new stadium, which was in Indiana. A lot of people were saying that was the place that you want to go ahead and watch basketball because, you know, the Staples Center was so cavernous, you know, it was like deep, and it just really doesn't have any kind of feel to it. It's like it doesn't give you that homey feel, whereas in Casinco yeah. Fieldhouse, you know, it's kind of, kind of harkens back to Hoosiers, and, you know, you get that basketball feel and everything. And then everything happened. Then the Kobe and Shaq era, and then, you know, Kobe and Powell, and we put five on the board. You know, we put five up in there. And now it's when you look back, you know, you look at those those uh, those highlights and it's like Kobe to Shaq. And it's like it's at the Staples Center. So it's now is an added element to it. It has nothing to do with just the bells and whistles. You really got to make it 
something that it's people historic. want to go. It's, it's historic. historic. Yeah. Look, 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 look. I, I put it to you like this. I remember the first time I went to Angel Stadium, and I was like, wow, this place is nice. They got the pond over there. The seats are more comfortable. Like, but you know what? I say, you know what? They don't want the Dodger dogs. Mm-mm. They ain't got Dodger dogs. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah? They ain't got Dodger dogs. Yeah, it's a nice stadium. But I went right back to because I'm a Dodger fan. Right, so I went right back over to sit in Dodger Stadium and enjoy my Dodgers because I'm a fan of the Dodgers and the, and the Dodgers have the history. Yes, right, exactly. And so it, that's that's exactly what's going to happen for um, you know the Staples Center. Like it has the history. But look, I'm happy for the Clippers though. I mean, they're going to get a brand new stadium. It's going to be state of the art. I would love to see all the cool stuff. You know what I mean? I will. I will. The, definitely yeah, yeah. Go I mean, yeah. look, look. I mean. They, they, they're going to shoot T-shirts, you know, and they got the condo flying around. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the DJ, you yeah, know. it'll be a party. They do, they yeah, do you know a mean? party. It's all about the fan, though. So they're going to make it a great fan experience. I'm like, you know, that was really fun. But when I wanted to go see some championship basketball, yeah. I went back over You to know what? Uh, I, myself, yeah. you bring up, obviously, we are Laker fans. Now, I've been to Staples Center possibly hundreds of times. I don't know. Lakers season ticket holder and right. so forth. But, uh Every once in a while, I'll get an invitation to join someone, whether it's the Lakers or South Bay as a ticket holder to a suite. And sometimes the suites are off in the corner. And I inevitably sit there at one of those spots. I'm like, is this where the camera was when Ori hit the shot? Is this where the crowd went crazy? That's where I was when Kobe did this. That's where, you know, and it's not the building. The building is hollow mm-hmm. without the history. Yeah. Right. And what you'll go see it once. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if the Rams aren't good, that no one cares. If the chargers suck, everyone's like, okay, see SoFi once, but now they don't want to pay the price to go say, okay, you've seen it. You want to yeah. go with the atmosphere. You want to go where the history is, the environment. And you've got to build that. Yep. You got to build it. Um, I mean, the Clippers look, have a difficult road in front of them there. I mean, you, you saw today. It was probably about 50-50 between, yeah, yeah. between the Cowboys you heard and, and the Chargers. Yeah, you heard them. You know? and, I mean, they were like, cool, every time he caught the ball. Yeah. He only caught the ball four times. But it doesn't matter. All four times, you heard cool yeah. enough. And they weren't talking about uh, uh, the Rams, cool, because he wasn't playing. That no, game. he wasn't playing. Not in that <laughs> stadium today. Now, now you made it out. You were uh, at the tailgate today, right? Yeah, yeah. I was at the tailgate. What was that Tail- like? Tailgate. You know what? Hey, you know, we were talking about it. We were saying, hey, they're sharing the stadium. So you, you the Rams are the Lakers, in my opinion, and the Chargers are. And it feels Clips. that way. And it feels that way. Like, have a little, even uh, the Charger little, fans feel that right, little, yeah. little brother complex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and, and you know. Like we was we was at tailgating uh, uh, with the Rams and it was you know they was partying they was having fun but they was enjoying each other amongst themselves. Uh, the Chargers, you know, they were enjoying themselves, but they were twerking, which is cool. And then they were <laughs> that's they, always cool. Yeah, that's always cool. Know, yeah, so, yeah, they were. You know, it, it's it's just I, I'm not gonna I'm not trying to. I, hey, shout out to the Chargers. I'm not trying to, but it's just a different experience. Yes. Uh, um, you know, from there, and you, you just kind of feel like it's not that it's nothing bad about it. It's just it's just a different experience on how they move and they operate uh, fandom wise. And you know, the Rams. You know, you know, you know what it's like. It's like this. It's like when you go to a nice restaurant, and and if you've been to the nice restaurant before, <laughs> then you kind of know what to expect. You know, like yeah, sure. You, you right. get up, you get up from you know you, you're you're sitting down. 
And he said, oh, I have to use the restroom. You get up and you leave and you come back. And then your, your, na- your napkin is folded on your table in front of you. <laughs> You're like, okay, cool. Let me just unfold it and put it back on my lap. But if you've never experienced that, what? Oh, my God. They folded my napkin. That's the difference. Yeah, like, so that's so, like so you're saying before. the Chargers fans are like just like overwhelmed. Yeah, with- they're like, oh, my God, this place is so nice. It's you true. Know? And, yeah. and, 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 I mean, I understand and, that. And the Rams yeah. fans are like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, now, like, now let's win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, it's, it's it's like that when you have market share, right? Yeah, you know, when you are already, I mean, the city is literally telling you who it is. Like you see Rams everywhere. If it was a really a fifty fifty split with the marketing, man, it would be some. You would see, you know, uh, Justin Herbert. You would see him plastered around. You'll be seeing, you know, uh, um, the man uh, Keenan Allen. You be seeing like their stars and, and being more uh, being promoted more, and you don't see that. You see Cooper Cup, you you'll see you know Robert Woods, and you'll see you know now uh, you know Stafford. You know you'll see Aaron Donald, of course, um, but you see that now, and I mean, and you can't help but I mean, they got a taste of it when they were in the Home Depot Center. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking something else. I don't know what it's called. Home they Depot couldn't Center. even sell out. Home they Depot. couldn't, and it was just bad. And it was like they didn't want to make the drive, you know, up. You know, to and you I know, was so. I was a season ticket holder their first year in uh, mm. uh, Home Depot Center or Dominguez Hills, and you're like, I'm not, well, I'm not, let's I'm get not. it right. It, it, y'all like two two sponsors away. It was mm. a stub hub, but now it's a dignity. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, it's just yeah. See, <laughs> oh, it's, it's what now? It's the, the dignity health center. Oh, everyone's gonna know, get yeah. lost if we're trying to send them there. Well, luckily nobody's going like there going anymore. There, no well, I mean, hey, I mean, you got you the, like the galaxy. The, yeah, yeah, the, the galaxy. galaxy. Done. The galaxy. Done. 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 Um, but yeah, we're going. <laughs> but going back to what we were talking about, like when it comes to these these stadiums, you have to you you have to create the memories in those days and the Clippers have that task for them when they do open it up. Hopefully they have a product, you know, hopefully they have a product when they go there. They better not they, be in another they down year. They better not be in a down year. Or they're yeah, gonna but be they traded like, everything for Kawhi Paul George. Well, they better stay healthy and stay there. Um, and because, young. you know, you know, because, young. you know, that, that, yeah, of course, they're not going to be able to, I don't think they're going to be able to do what they need to do to get the people in the, you know, in the seats like they should. I, I don't believe that under normal conditions, a new stadium or arena is an attractor to maybe free agents and so forth, but not, not in this situation. And, I, and it's not a knock on the Clippers. It's just because of, it's it was, but it's in LA, and we got to compete with the Lakers. It doesn't matter how grand your stadium or okay. arena is; you have to compete with the Lakers. There's nothing bigger, more grand, yes. or more defeating than what is right in front of you at every mural around the Which, corner. I, I, but I wouldn't even say the Lakers. I mean, what are we talking about? They got to compete against the Rams. They got to compete against the Chargers. They got to compete against LAFC. They got to compete. You, against you know the what? The Lakers <laughs> don't do that. They just right. they're, they're on their own right. and looking down. Yeah. You're right. The Clippers yeah. have even other sports they, in front of them. You're right. absolutely right. And it was funny because good you said point. that very up, good. Point. Up until and in, in, in like, hey, Laker fans, we got to be real here. Up until 1980, it was a Dodger town. Right. I mean, it was oh, Dodgers yeah. oh, all day, Dodgers. Oh, yeah. until, and they until, were the Do- yeah. they were the until premier, Magic. and then Magic came, yeah, and then literally in ten championships later, basically eleven to two, right, eleven mm-hmm. to two championships. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm lying. Because they won in '82. I mean, they were still winning championships, but the Lakers just keep winning, kept winning, and kept winning. 
Then we both won in 88, and then there was, like, drought for them, just like it was a drought for us. But we happened to win in 2000. So then it became our city. The Lakers started to really start taking the city over. And now we are definitely, like you said, Jeff, um, there is definitely a, um, a a hierarchy when it comes to franchises in L.A. And they have to – the Rams are fighting to be the number three uh, franchise. And then the Clippers – are wanting to be in that mix. They're trying to compete against the Lakers, but. And And that in itself is amazing because how many other cities is the NFL competing to be number three? Yeah. I mean, what does that say to the NFL? It would be happy to be in third spot in LA. They want number one, but they know. I mean, third, where are the Clippers going to be under that? Dude, I mean, mean, it's going to be hard for them, dude. Here's the thing. Look, People who go to Clipper games, you know why they go to Clipper games? Affordable. Well, yeah, but also because they're actually fun. They're fun games. I admit it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know, you know. You want to catch a t-shirt? I want to catch a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I won't lie. I, won't I mean, lie. The, you know, the DJ, the DJ is, is good. You know yeah. what I mean? Plays hip hop. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a fun experience. So you know, I, it, it, we're just talking about culturally. You know, you know, usually we need like something else we need uh, you have to be a winner Substance. but going to the i mean listen I, I was just talking to a guy um you know a couple hours ago yeah man i'm gonna go to the stadium i'm gonna check it out it's gonna be and, I, and i'm gonna have fun with yeah. it. i'm gonna have a whole lot of fun yeah. i'm gonna be amazed by technologies in yeah. there you know we we, we hearing that it's gonna have the most amount of bathrooms uh, yeah. <laughs> uh you know in the any stadium like that that's these all the things yeah. I mean, but it doesn't. But, but again, it's not staples. Okay, so 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 <laughs> this. And so we're talking about like fighting for market share, and you know, and where they're going to fit in with um, you know, amongst the, the the franchises in Los Angeles. Case in point, they had that event. I think yesterday, right? They had the whole thing. Right. Another event happened yesterday, and that event overshadowed the Clipper <laughs> event. That event happened to be '80s wedding. <laughs> that got more press than, than the other one. There. And that's crazy. When somebody's winning on the offseason, it is really getting headlines, snatching headlines away from this big, nice 1.8. I mean, you see the renderings. I mean, it looks nice. You asked, you right? Know? Yeah. Wait a minute. You know, wait, 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 uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Didn't you guys say you guys when, when we, before we went on air, we were talking about, you know, why AD waited until like, this yeah. time. That's why. There you Just go. So he can stop there on the Clippers go. news once again. Yeah, I still, I still don't like that, though. Petty. You know, I, I was telling you guys off yeah. air, I'm going to bring it on to air. Cool. Like, what is why is this dude getting married one week before? Uh, pre, you know, no, training, pre, camp. training camp, training camp. Like I, why? I mean, it, we got eliminated early, right? We didn't, we didn't go through, <laughs> we didn't go through the rigorous into the game seven of the finals. We didn't make it. We we got eliminated what the first round, first like, round, yeah. yeah. So I mean, this dude had June, all of June, all of July. Like what, all of August, all, all of I mean, early September. Yeah, all, yeah right. Like, dude, <laughs> what, why are you playing the wedding like right before, you know? And, and then inviting our boys, yeah. LeBron and Russ, there to drink and eat cake. Oh, yeah. you know. I mean, right, right. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing, AD? Like, yeah, bad influence. Yeah. I, I, listen, <laughs> I my only question is like, and, and because, like I said, we are real we're profane nation. 
we speak everything from the fan perspective. That tells me that you're not going to be ready for training camp. Man, I was crazy. <laughs> you're not going to be ready for training camp. Um, you're going to have other stuff in your mind. What, <laughs> hey, what does that tell botchers, man? Don't what, what it does tell me is that if he's not ready, we know where you're going to point right. the finger to. <laughs> right. See? See? He should have got married. Yeah. He should have got married. Or he should have got married earlier. Earlier. Yeah. I mean, he June. June is still nice weather. That's actually like the time that yeah. you, most people get married. June, usually. June is nice, nice weather, you know? you know. Get married in June. Enjoy. Do your honeymoon. Take your. You and know. you know what that means, too? That means every year his anniversary is going to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's horrible. Because everybody, see, everybody knows. Right? Uh, Let's say Kobe, for example. What did Kobe say? He would go. After the season's over, he'd take two weeks off. He didn't get right back. Dude, so listen, June. Take your two weeks, and then you start getting back. By July, I even give you a month. Get married was first of June in July. Let's start. Let's start working. You. Let's start working. You, man. See, what, what are you doing? See, when you got when you when you're when you have as Kobe <laughs> Bryant as the standard, that dude, man, come on, that dude win. wasn't man. That dude, that dude was wired way oh, differently. Man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he ain't. <laughs> like he's not going to. Uh, come on, he's not going to take it. He's always going to work on his game. He's going, you know, you're going to check okay. out, you know, Elijah Wan. Yeah, but that's, that, that's, that is the the standard that we still have in our memory. I know, man. But it's I'm an impossible standard, it, but it's it still okay, there. Okay, 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 because, okay, like, okay, fine, look, fine. man, Magic Johnson, look, man, Magic, you know Magic Johnson used to party. Magic Johnson, before he actually went out the first time, if you look back, I think he went to the finals nine out of 11 times. This is Magic Johnson, the partier, the man. You know he partied. Nine out of 11 first of his 11 years, he went to the finals nine times. The only other time that he didn't go to the finals, he got hurt one year. And then the other one was that crazy shot by Ralph Sampson. Other than that, that dude was in the finals. So I'm just saying, and we know he partied. And you know he partied hard. So, I mean, <laughs> obviously, right? Um, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, so we're, we're looking at, you know what I'm saying? Like, however you get ready is how you get ready. No, no. And no, I'm no, just no, saying, no. if I got, if I show you, if you show me, you show me Kobe, I'm going to show you magic. Hey, what's the difference? What, what, what's the difference? What's the difference? I mean, I, I'm going to tell you what the difference is. What's the difference? How often did magic get hurt? Can, can I get 50 games from magic every year? Well, you at did least, though. At least you did. I mean, you right. got get the I, whole season. Can I, right. Can, can I get, can I get 50 games? Can you I get 50 AD games from AD? You think? So AD got to do a little bit more. Some people got to do a little bit more. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Some people have Except to do a little more. Paid, uh, a little you more. know what I mean? Look, Shaq coming in at three thirty, cool dog. I, it, it's all good. You gonna play yourself in shape? I got you. This dude, he got to do some preventive maintenance. He got your oil changes. You know, sometimes the car, you know, he got your oil changes. You know, <laughs> like the squeaky brakes. brakes and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, you know, some 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 cars aren't made as as durable. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm. Can you help me out? Can I get, um, no, can I get, can I get 50 games? Well, you should. I mean, at this point in time, at this point in time with AD, I mean, anything less than 70, 70 games is at this point. I'm asking for I'm 50. Not, no, I'm not asking for that. No, see, okay. no, I'm, the, bar, the bar can't be that low. Like, it has to be 70 games at least. I mean, it has to be 70 games. I mean, then you're, then you're going to get the label that you're not healthy. And if you really think about it, that's 12 games missed. Like that's, that's a really a lot of games. I'm that saying is, that's the difference between first and fourth. Seriously, place twelve games. West. That's a lot of games. Like seriously, if you shouldn't, it shouldn't All be. Right. 
let's not go anywhere yet. Okay, we've still got a lot more to talk about here. we still got to get to the Rams and how they're doing because they're doing great. All right, so we haven't gotten there yet. And we'll talk more NBA. But before we go anywhere, please uh, support our sponsors. And remember, guys, we are the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on the Clubhouse app. And it's absolutely incredible. You know, I was looking at my notes the other day, and I literally was just like, I think like, like, a month and a half ago and i typed up a little uh ad type thing for uh the clubhouse and it's all over six thousand members and i'm like that was that wasn't even that long ago but it wasn't and they're already now over nine thousand to possibly ten so they're growing quick so be sure to to join us and if you want to take part in the show all you gotta do is hop on to clubhouse and join the los angeles lakers clubhouse room don't go anywhere we'll be right back thank you for joining the profanity nation the Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Hey guys, so uh, as you know, um, you may see, I don't know, I have some plastic on my arm. There's a reason for that. That's because I got some art done. I got a tattoo. And um, nice. after you get that done, you know, uh, it's nice to kind of chill and relax. So the first place I went to was the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center in Chatsworth, and they hooked me up. Mm-hmm. They hooked me up with everything that I need. I even got some like, like balm to like rub on it and like help it heal. Oh. Um, I got some balm for my brain. To help my brain heal from the stress of a four-hour tattoo <laughs> session, um, but uh, yeah, Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center in Chatsworth, California, is the place to be. All right, and Mike's got to chime in us in there. Uh, definitely, Pure Life Wellness Alternative, Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center in Chatsworth, California. I actually almost got through it without messing it up once today. Uh, seriously, guys, that's where you go. You get your gummies, you get your smoke, you get everything that you want uh, at Pure Life, and tell them the Profanity Nation sent you. All right, guys. So let's keep talking here. All right. So um, you happened to be at the Chargers uh, yesterday or today. Today, yeah, yeah. And I myself just to to do something a little different. Well, I was at a Rams event today over there in Toluca Lake with a Rams club called Rams uh, World Tour Rams and they're amazing um, but we went in there and uh, stat maybe you can fill us in as I- I'm not I've never claimed to be the football genius I'm not uh, basketball is more my sport yeah. but if I'm correct the Rams are 2-0 and Rams are 2-0 and okay and and I'm at this event and I'm just kind of listening and a lot of people there are saying they really didn't expect Stafford to come around this quick like they they thought it might take maybe three or four games for things uh, is it there is that the opponent that they're playing or are they playing really well Stafford what's going on uh with the Rams no, well before you answer that yeah it's the hot tub you heard about the hot tub right nope no you, you didn't hear about the hot tub no what's, what's uh, the hot, tub? hot tub time machine oh so uh McVay happened to be in the same hotel room as Stafford. And they they had a very good time uh talking about football and stuff and they were in the hot tub. That's just the story. So basically Stafford just <laughs> sold his be, sold his services. Happened to be in the same hotel yeah. as uh uh McVay. And they happened and, to be in the same tub. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they and they discussed uh football and everything and then that Monday, that following 
you know, <laughs> Monday there was a trade for Matthew Stafford to for <sighs> so, Okay. Well, it seems to be working yeah. out. So they get along very well. Okay. And and and, they, and 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 I'm not insinuating anything. I'm just saying that they um they really understand the philosophy and they and they're on the same page. And I think a lot of that is 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 uh has helped. Go ahead, Stafford. Yeah, so you got um you have Stafford is able to come in and he's not being babied. I, I would say like golf was when McVeigh did not allow him to, you know, take the reins and just go full, you know, full, you know, full fledged and, you know, in the offense. And what happened when he would did that a couple of times, basically he would throw unnecessary picks or he couldn't, he couldn't read the game as well as McVeigh wanted him to read it. Um, you can see it with a veteran quarterback and how he's able to, push the ball down the field. It used to be they would just take all, they would dink and dunk and try to run the game. And, and, and they would give you a lot of misdirections and stuff like that. But no now, plays. yeah, now they're getting chunk plays, you know, Cooper cup, obviously everybody know who he is. Um, but yeah, we're still, you know, D, got D Jacks or Deshaun Jackson's back. Um, Robert Woods, these guys, Tyler Higby, these guys are now being able to go a little bit further down the field and make bigger plays. And Stafford's not going to turn the ball over as many times as golf. So you have that, especially knowing that you don't have to stay in his ear. Um, you can just let him go. It, it really takes, you know, the pressure off McVay and especially with his play calling, he doesn't have to call all the safe plays. You know, he can call plays that he know are going to work against, you know, good defenses. Is it too quick to judge and see how it's working out or is now? No, it's on? working out. It is. It's already. Right. Yeah. It's, it's working out. I mean, they're okay. definitely gonna win over yeah. ten games. Oh um, yeah, no doubt. Well, because see, the thing about it is, uh, like, I remember when uh, when Stafford was, I think it was a couple of games into the season, and and he got tackled, and then he went on the sideline, his shoulder was dislocated, and then he came back into the game and threw a touchdown to win the game. And I was like, you know, you know, I, my mantra is hard over talent. I'm like, dude, that dude has something different. You know, he had he has something different. Uh, and but in Detroit, you know, why did Megatron retire? Because you know he realized <laughs> it, it's history, right? Why did why did yeah. even Barry Sanders retire? It's 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 Detroit, so you're you, you know well that's, he, well that's Barry Sanders' fault. He decided to be loyal <laughs> to Detroit and not move. Well, on. why did why did Megatron retire? I mean, I don't why did, know. Why did Calvin but that's one funny thing about you say that because I I've, mean, I've heard the narrative this whole this whole past season that you know. Excuse me, Stafford didn't have any help. I mean, you had Megatron. Yeah, but he only had one. <laughs> I mean, you literally had <laughs> yeah. the specimen, yeah. like the new the okay. prototype of all the Absolutely. big wide Absolutely. receivers in the league right yes. now is, is a copycat and, of, of Megatron. And so But okay, who does he have now? He has Robert Woods. Well, he I mean, now he has a team he and, a, and he has a, and he has a smart coach. And he has a defense. He got a defense. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a whole lot he, more here that well, yeah. he can work with. Yeah, so that so, so he knows it's not all on him, right. like to win this game, right. you know. And and then it's like you, you think about it. He's coming in, he's coming in. Yeah, they give him a little bit of the savior kind of you know feel to it. But at the same time, if I had to tell you, or I had to think about who would be the, the one that the pressure is on. The pressure is on McVeigh now. You got your boy. You gave up the, you know, you you pretty much, you know, all these draft picks to get him. So now that he's here, you have to prove that you can win with him. Now this is your guy. You feel I mean, almost felt like 
golf wasn't your guy. Now that you have somebody, yeah. like you said, now we have the, you know, we had the you know, meeting in, in the hot tub. So now <laughs> you now have to be the one now right. since you basically based upon that encounter. Now he's on your team. So I need you to win some, at least 12, 13 games. Like it really has to be Super Bowl or bust at this point. I mean, it really can't be anything less than that. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he, you know, Tim and Vague proved that he was a good coach because he got, you know, Sean. You said him. Oh, oh, my fault. That was that was that was the quarterback of the thing of the Washington Rest. Uh, no, no, that was the Colorado or the uh, Bomber. Oh, my fault. Uh, oh. Oklahoma Bomber. Oh, that's Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, yeah, my fault. Yeah, Sean. Good, good job there, buddy. Yeah, I find out. Where's my that? Body. Where's that? <laughs> so, my, my body. so, so he, he got. Shout he, out to the. Let's halt the show really quick. Shout yeah. out to the Oklahoma Bomber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway, as we were saying, all right, um, he, he got a quarterback that Anything he did not can pick. Happen here, guys. He got a quarterback that he did not pick to the Super Bowl, but they did not win. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know what happened that next year. He was like, "Look, this dude does not have it," and, <laughs> and uh, you know he lost complete faith in him. So he went and said, "I need a quarterback," and now he went and got somebody that he think he could take to the promised land. So. I mean, you you can't let you can't let the Patriots win a Super Bowl on field goals. You can't do that. Right. Like you can't do that. Like that's what happened. I mean, you have this 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 offense, which would people were or I mean, other there were other offenses that were as prolific in history of the league, and one of them was actually a Rams, you know, uh, offense, where they used to call it the greatest show on turf, and they were comparing that offense that year to the greatest show on turf. With Court Warner and you know, and you had uh, Isaac Keem and Marshall Falk and Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce, all these guys, and so you have you got McVay's new offense, and everybody's like, it's the new greatest show on turf. And then you get to the the Super Bowl, and it was almost like it was the master and apprentice. Like you know, you had the guy, the old guy, basically, yep. you know, uh, um, Belichick just schooled him and just say, I'm just yeah. going to show you how I can destroy your your offense, this vaunted offense. I did it before with the greatest show on turf. <laughs> my first Super Bowl came against the Rams. I'm going to show you right now, my last Super Bowl is going to be against the Rams. So, you know, he knew how to work on that. And and so now McVay has to, to me, that's 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 what's still waiting on him. He has to show that he's not all gimmicks. He has to show now that he can coach a team when people know what's going to happen. We know what's happening now. So now you have to adjust. So I think the, the, the pressure is on McVay. Um, but he has the team, though. So it's so it's now. I think you I know think he'll handle things. the pressure fine. Yeah. He looks cool. He looks yeah, he cool looks. Good. I mean, yeah, he he definitely with his Ric Flair. Woo! You know, <laughs> that's his. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, he's very comfortable in offense for sure, um, and the timing is great. And usually, a lot of times that that that's off when you when you're the quarterback to right. the receivers, but you don't have any of that. All right, right now, so. All right, so the Rams are doing great. We kind of talked about the Chargers, so be it. I'm dying to know how did your fantasy week go last week with fantasy football? <laughs> I see the smile on Mike's face. So you want to hear good news or bad news? I just want to hear it. Just tell us how it went. Fantasy football week for Money Mike. How'd so it go? I have two leads. Okay. I'm 2 and 0 and 0 and 2. So luck so, and unluck. And, and, and one of the reasons why I hate fantasy football, I'm going to tell you, and Pat. Last episode is why you loved it. This one's now why you hate it. You you, you, you (laughs) understand this. So I had Derrick Henry 
on my fantasy. He had three touchdowns. I think he rushed for 180 yards. <laughs> and I know what you're going to say. had three touchdowns. I won that. I won that that game. Derrick Henry, I was going against yes. Derrick Henry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the league. That's fantasy football right there. <laughs> And I lost that game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so, take it. And, you know, and it's like. So, so you're like, yes, no. Because, because I kind of didn't, didn't want Derrick Henry because I had already won the other. You <laughs> yeah, know, don't do that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, right. Like, you know, if it would have been at 30 points, that, that would have been. That's enough for me to have won the uh, game that I won. He wasn't stopping. But that 47 that he got. <laughs> You know, that, he wasn't stopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and look, and, and I was mad. I'm going to tell you why I was mad because they threw the ball to the receiver. You know what I mean? He caught the ball and they called touchdown, but it was short at the half yard line and they had to run the play for Derrick Henry to get a touchdown. You know, don't you hate that? <laughs> I mean, you you hate it and love it, like you said. You hate it and love it. You love it because you had them, but then you love, you hate it because right. you're like, wait a minute, I didn't need those extra points. Yeah, like, I didn't. Good, need, like, I was, you good. The, the thirty that you got, dog, you good. Was good. The 30, real the good right good. now. The forty-seven, though. No, that was like was that was that was <laughs> that was the, egregious. That was that was way too much. I didn't need the forty. How about next week? Get me that forty-seven, right? You want? Oh yes. yes. Oh, uh, so I'll that. <laughs> Any week except the absolutely. week I'm against absolutely. you, right? Absolutely. I need yeah. forty-seven. Can you do it again? How'd you do, stat? Um, I did. I only. Well, I don't know about the league that I'm with uh, money in. Uh, I didn't. I think I probably lost that game. Um, but um, it was funny that Mike's brought that up about like playing against, um. You know, uh, your own. You got two leagues, and you you have the same guy <laughs> and you're going you. against them. Yeah. So me and my wife is in this like this little couples league, right? And so I, you know, she has, you know, um, I think she had Amari Cooper, and um, so I'm playing against Amari Cooper, like in my other league. I'm playing against Amari Cooper, but she has Amari Cooper in so our she's so wow. she's rooting for her. And I'm looking at her like, okay, like I can't have Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. I'm going against Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper, and she needs Amari Cooper to go off. Which league do you care about more? Well, I mean, not that one. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I ain't going to lie, man. She knows it, too. She's like, it's okay. She's like, it's okay if, if Cooper doesn't, you know, ball out. I know you did. But he, you he know, balled but, out last week. Yeah, he did. But see, this the funny thing about, like, fantasy football, and people don't realize this. And I mean, you, these studs are studs for a reason because they usually – Against all odds, they still produce, right? They, you know, you can game plan them as much as you want, They'll but still they're still going to get their numbers, right? Yeah. However, for most of your team, your team is not full of studs. And if you have a great week, one week, and you're just blowing everybody out, guess what? The whole mission of defensive coordinators the next week is to make sure those dudes don't ball out like that again. So it's also you. You might think that you got this great team. And it just fluctuates. From next thing you know, you're like, man, I only I had 150 points last week. This I only could scratch 110. Like it's because guys are not going to let those same dudes beat them. And you have that all across, you know, fantasy football. I'm been playing it for almost 20 years now, so you you see that in every aspect about the game. One guy can ball out one week. It could be a sleeper dude. You go and you rush to the waiver wire. You pick him up because you're like, oh, man, I'm going to be I'm, – I'm, no one knows about this guy. Or they know about it, but it's too late. He on my team. And that dude would just go back to bus status. Yeah, like, it's just right a one and done. To where it's a one-hit wonder. <laughs> drop him, pick up somebody else. Hey, you know? And look, to prove your point, so last week 
I had Devontae Smith, you know, he's over there with Jenny Hurts. They played together in college. Yeah. So they have chemistry, right? Yep. So last week he scored 19.10 yep. points, yep. right? Yep. And now this week he scored three point six oh. Now I just want to let you guys understand why fantasy football is sucks. So right? frustrating. <laughs> I am I'm gonna lose, right? It's a 140 to 140.80. And, and I have, and I have 123.25, but I had, there's this guy named, um, Courtney Sutton. Yeah. That did 24.90. Probably on your bench. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. All on the bench. <laughs> All on the bench. So if I would have had the, this 24.90 minus the three, I would have had 141, just let you guys know. And the Derrick Henry part wouldn't have been a non-factor. Yeah, but that's the game. <laughs> you know, that's the game. That's 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 what we're talking about before. That's 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 you know, team match. That's what makes it. That's fun. the game. That's like you don't sense. know. Yeah, you literally are putting your whole like, you know, everything into somebody else's hands. Like you can't even. You can't even like. It's really up to them. You can pick the players, but it's up for them to perform, you know, and you can think you have all the answers. And then all of a sudden you like, you get this guy and then you can't even, you, we're not even going to talk about injuries. And you can't even tell, tell when that's going to happen. Cause that's always a possibility, you know? And, but yeah, it's, it's but at least you guys have an expert on your side in Marco Nunez. For me. I mean, I yeah, guess so. Just no. like I, 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 I guess know. so. Yeah. And then look, and Tom Brady, man, I know Tom Brady is Tom Brady, but he doesn't normally throw five touchdowns in one game. No, you know, no, he normally doesn't. He may do two or three and, and, and do more clock management, but he normally don't have five touchdowns. No, but, but he's playing. Okay, but see, okay, so that for that. <laughs> Depends who he's playing, right? So also, um, he's going from a defensive-minded coach to an offensive-minded coach. So the defensive-minded coach was making, him sure, making sure that he was not going to go ahead and mess up, even though Tom Brady is very good with the ball. But he was so conditioned to the fact that he's not going to mess up that he was, you know, he was he was going to protect the ball. That was Belichick really wanted to make sure he protect the ball and get possession. Well, Bruce Arians, which is the coach at Tampa Bay, is like, well, we just need possessions because our offense is going to work. The more possessions we have, the more points we can score. So he's like, you know, shake off the turnover because we'll get a stop, and if we don't get stopped, we get the ball back, and we're going to go ahead and score a touchdown anyway. And he's playing like that. He's playing with freedom. He has weapons he's never had before. He's had, you know, he's like, we all know who, you know, Julian Edelman is. You know, we know who he was the guy, the short guy that was in the slot that he always used to go to on third downs. And, and Edelman was a household name, but Edelman was only able to work in the slot. Now he got thoroughbreds on the outside. He got Mike Evans. You know, he got uh, Chris Godwin. And then he has his dude, um, you know, his boy, right? He got Gronk back. And now it's like almost like, okay, this back to being like pitch and catch. We're like, hey, we're back in New England because I think Gronk got another two touchdowns today. So Gronk was on the, on the, on the couch. They were making, making fun of it on, like, on commercials. <laughs> he was literally on the couch all last year. And he comes in there and like nothing happened. Like they missed the beat. Gronk is still Gronk. Go ahead and get these two touchdowns a game, which is crazy because you know, I think he's probably the number one, the number two fantasy uh, tight end. And he was picked like as a 15th. Because we thought he was too old. It's you know, fantasy football is fickle, man. This, yeah, that's all it's I'm too say. old it, stuff. It's this too old stuff is it's in every league. Um, but oh, I heard yeah. Brady saying that he fully expects that he can play till fifty. What do you think? 
I mean, if he, he doesn't get touched, I want that man to go away. But you know, but that's my own personal reason. You know what, dude? I I think now that he's at Tampa Bay, it it's doesn't feel the, it, it doesn't feel the same as when he, he was the, with the the, 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 the the mighty Patriots. Yeah, because he was representing the city of Boston, and I can't stand Boston. Like yep. I can't stand it at all. As a and sports, so, and a sports record label and, Sox, and a crew, matter. like you know, doesn't saying, matter. Red right? Sox, Celtics, doesn't, so doesn't I, matter. Doesn't I still, matter. I still hate New England. Oh yes, I still hate New England. However, I want Brady to go away. Yeah, Brady. <laughs> I hey. mean, I don't, I don't hate Tampa Bay. I like Mike, Mike Evans. You know, um, I don't hate Tampa Bay uh, at all, but. You know, it's really interesting too. When when Jim Winston was over there, he like broke the record for interceptions, and then he he's over there in New Orleans, and he's just not throwing interceptions. Not he's throwing it to the right people. And, and, well, he went back th- today. He went back to his old self. Two 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 two, two picks <laughs> today. Two picks today. Yeah, so but, you know, you know, I, I <laughs> we, we're gonna see what's gonna happen. I just like I think I think Brady is you know like I said beforehand. I couldn't stand him because he was the beneficiary of the tuck rule. And then from there, he became the GOAT. I mean, and at this point, I hate when people are like, well, I don't know if he's still the GOAT. Man, look, my man got seven championships. Okay, seven. Seven rings as as, a, as an NFL player. That's that's like Bill Russell. Like, really, there's not too many people that got seven championships in football. There have been a whole bunch of people that get more than seven. I mean, there's like in the whole Celtics dynasty and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but that's – the whole Celtics dynasty was so – just, I hate to say it was so way back when, but it really was just way back when they were just so dominant. And okay, yeah, the, but the count though, you know, that's the problem. Like, it like, is what it is. Because I mean, because if I say that, then yeah. I gotta also say you gotta take the five. Yeah, but see, I don't see the Bulls oh, as a historically dominant team. Do you? They only have six. But no, but not because they only have six. Because they only did it with one group of players. The Lakers have done it multiple times. The Celtics did it outstanding with one group of players. Then they did it pretty well with another group in the eighties. And then they did it once with the KG group. Yeah. That's it. Um, am I wrong? No. I mean, look, at the end of the day, they have 18. We have, it is. you know, no, they oh, don't. No, 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 I'm sorry. We're tied. We're, we're tied now. Yeah. We're tied. We're tied. So, I mean, I think that's, that's just the key. Like we, Look, I like that ours are more recent. When, when, just when, say it. Well, absolutely. Most of them. Are At, look, in my lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, dude, like, if, if you ever watched that, and I know stat, I, I told you to watch it, that, that documentary where they, they talked about the rivalry. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, and, and the first literally 20 years of the whole. Lakers was, got smoked. It, 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 was, it, was just, it was just painful. It, and and then the second half of the documentary, he started feeling a lot more redemption, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, and 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 what went in. But those, those, that that first half of the documentary, getting over just, the hurdle of those Celtics was tough. really really burned me up, and yeah. and and made me have a new hate for for that team. See, yeah. I wish you know, in a way that we were all like like. Just as we are right now, at in eighty four, because I think eighty four was the year where we know we the Celtics did their thing and they didn't win anything for a while, and then Magic and Bird came back in the league, and then we still didn't meet each other until that eighty four championship, and it was basically you know 
they were coming in there thinking that you know <laughs> it didn't matter that we play the we play the Lakers. I don't care if we beat the Lakers yeah. in our sleep. Yeah, like 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 it's just it's already it's set. what it is. It's and, already defined that we beat the Lakers. And so a, not a problem. And the Lakers and as fans of the Lakers, we must have felt like it's not going to happen this year, and it just turned around and happened again. That must have been the lowest uh, of Laker fandom. Uh, Could have had to have been because you knew that uh, you had the squad. You know, you had the squad. It was you know, and then the clothesline happened. And then when the clothesline happened, the whole series changed. But now, you know, in 85, we go and spank them. And then we played them again, spank them in 87. You know what I'm saying? And then they put an end to the And then they were done. Dynasty. At that point, they were done. And then the Pistons came, and then they were really done. So, you know, it's, 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 it's I just like the fact that, you know, like you said, we were winning championships in like in our in thirty years. <laughs> we had won, I think, what, ten? Yeah. Yeah. In thirty years. Yeah. And they won only what, three? And we came back on them in the championship department in almost one decade. In two the, decades. In the modern era. Three right. decades, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Not the peace packet. Yeah. Right. Peace basket era. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So uh if you follow or listen to the show, this is the time that everybody's always excited about. And we always get email and messages about this that Money Mike has to respond to. This is Money Mike's out of bounds. This is where Money Mike's gonna go ahead and share his thoughts or comments on a situation. And he just simply wants to know if his opinion on that is in or out of bounds. Money Mike, you got it. All right, cool, cool. So let me just say, you guys probably know know that we're trying to work on the streaming channel, so that's why we're following the you know, Charger fans and the Rams fans coming soon. Um, I, w- I had the benefit of going down to the tailgate today. Um, got there really early. The game was at 1 o'clock. I got there around like 30. Um, whole lot of Cowboy fans, whole lot of Charger fans, and, you know, they were going at it. But then I saw something. I saw some red jerseys and it was 49er fans. Yep. I saw some Dodger jerseys. And I saw even saw a dude with a Bronco shirt like and I'm at the tailgate like and, and that's you know this is this is a pet peeve of mine like am I out of bounds for saying that if you are going to a sporting event even if you're not even tailgating you, but you're going to a game can you wear one of the, the jerseys that is actually participating in the game am i the bound for for saying <laughs> for saying that you should wear a jersey of that sport team that's participating okay so i know this is football but i talk about basketball too okay you, you go to staples well i'm gonna tell you, have a nugget jersey I, and, and, and the nuggets ain't, ain't even playing you're like <laughs> I, but i've i've done that in like Phoenix, I, I watched a game in Phoenix. I think they were they were going to this. It was a random game. I was in Phoenix though. It was a random game against Milwaukee, and um, the Lakers just won the championship. I needed everybody to know <laughs> <laughs> that I'm the champion, dude. I'm the champ, dude. You know, you're, you're fighting to try to get to us, like, and we. I think we eliminated them that year. Like, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna rub it in. Now I don't understand the obscure. Like the other fan, like you could be like the Jacksonville Jaguar dude come through. Like I don't understand. I mean, it that. was a 49ers. Like I said, it's you know, 49ers. Like what are you doing? You know, 49ers. But it was a different Bronco. I saw different Broncos. These are antagonists. I saw I, Dodgers. I, I, I saw- was at the Rams celebrity flag football game before the season started preseason. This is a fan event. There's celebrities and the Rams players there, and they're doing. So- and there's a guy there with dyed red hair, red socks, red. 
red everything 49ers to the hill. You're like, dude, this is a freaking like fan event. What are you what stoking the fire? What are you oh, trying to do? He needs you to come talk to him. He, oh, he, man. He's been waiting for that. That's why he got dressed up. He wanted to talk to you. Don't I'm ever. saying inbounds 100%. Thank you, thank you. Oh, 100%. You, so, so the rule should be oh. the unwritten rule should be that you should go to a sporting event with and wearing the team that's participating in the sport. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Okay. That. I, you know what? I'm a Raider fan. And so I see too many random Raider fans everywhere. And, you know, the nation is large. So I, I don't know. I can't. I, I think you're out of bounds, man. I'm going to wear my Raider <laughs> stuff. I'm going to wear it anywhere I go. It's the Raiders, man. You know, it's the nation. There's only one nation. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you got to. The I Raiders gotta, is like a brand of clothing. Oh, my it's God. Not just it's, a football it's, club. You know what it is, man. Look, when, when we put it on, man. Yeah. I mean, look, and look, one of our best friends, me and Stad have uh, have real good friends. And uh, he's a Cowboy fan. And the thing about Cowboy fans is that they, they're they going to Super Bowl every year. Yeah, I thought they were. So, you know, <laughs> and I'm always saying. looking at them like, and and, 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 and they they believe it they until, believe it. until they're like officially it's mathematically eliminated. eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's going to be a long eight right. weeks. <laughs> right. Like, dude, are you serious? And then, and, and my boy, my boy would come when I have a Super Bowl party, it could be, Oh, he's wearing his Dallas He's shirt. wearing his cowboy. Like they are in the Super Bowl. No. I, I, and and look, I'm I'm just saying, man, I think that people should start wearing the the or nothing or nothing. Or nothing at all. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I look. I don't plan on doing it. I don't go in there because that's, that's what I'm saying. There's okay, like people. So Pat, Pat does it. Yeah, Pat. Pat <laughs> says you're out of bounds. My exception to that would be. Um, Different sports, same city. So I do believe you can wear a Lakers jersey to a Dodger game. I do believe you can wear a Dodger game to a Lakers game. It's supporting local team. You don't wear a Suns, okay? You know, to a Dodger game. That's just stupid. I just know? went to a Dodger game and it was a lot of Kobe jerseys. On yeah, there. all good. Yeah, yeah, so all good. It, that didn't bother me as much. No, that one I'm okay. It looks weird it though. Yeah, because it, to me it looks like it's like it's clashing. It does. Like, you know, it's like, but everyone like, knows what but, it is. Like, but, it's like, it's purple and gold. But, but like, everyone knows yeah, what but, it is. But, but, <laughs> but to their defense, they actually, Dodgers actually have Laker Day. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, they, they support so, each other. I'm, I'm just going to go on a limb. It wasn't Laker Day. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you're a Laker fans out there going to the Dodger game, dust off. You know the vintage, the blue ones. Yeah, and go ahead and rock oh, your and your Dodger yeah, yeah, hat, and you and then you you cool, clean, cool, you clean cool. then. But don't wear a Forty Nine er game nah. to a Cowboy Charger game, <laughs> and, and, and walk and walk, you know, and be in the tailgate area though. Like I'm like, in, in, y'all in the tailgate area. What what are you doing? But see, he wasn't there for the Chargers though. He, he wasn't there. He wasn't there for, he he wasn't there for there the Cowboys. It. He wanted to talk to the Cowboy fans. Man, look. <laughs> right. dude, they don't get along. I know. That's why. He's, he's the antagonist. He's hey. the fine ointment. Man, look. He's there to piss everybody off. He's there to piss everybody off. All right. Another great episode, right. guys. Thank you yes, so sir. much for taking part in joining us on the Profanity Nation podcast. We are the one and only show that is the voice of the professional fan. And if you want to take part in the show, you definitely have to join Clubhouse app. Get on there and go to the Los Angeles Lakers fan club and become a member. 9,000, almost 10,000 strong. You also can follow us on YouTube. 
Facebook, Instagram, the Profanity Nation, or at the Profanity Nation. Want to say what's up to a couple people who chimed in today? Big Baby Sports. Big yes, Baby sir. has Mike Trudell on his show tomorrow, so you want to go look out for that. Ooh. We got uh, Kenneth Barry checking in, and Chris hey. Woodman. See Chris, how you doing, man? Boo, up, cowgirls, the reps, help them. Uh, when my char- <laughs> your Chargers got cheated, well, at least they got a nice building to, to get cheated in. Um, okay, guys, so another great episode. Thank you so much. Again, be sure to join us next Sunday night, 830 Pacific. Thank you. Peace. Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster. He putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation. We running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt.